a later study showed that willpower is strengthened by will versus won't. So let's say, for example, instead of telling yourself, I will never eat these kinds of foods again, you're telling yourself, I will eat these after this workout or this leg day or after I finish this project or whatever it may be. You going on guys uh today we're going to be talking about something that comes up a lot around the holidays and that is the concept of earning your meals and i would say it gets even worse right around january once people start making different kinds of resolutions and whatnot but the thing is people people assume that just inherently this is a bad thing and i don't know that i agree i think it's I think it can be a good thing. So something that is kind of a funny little tangent is when I was actually researching this, when I started looking it up, the only things that were coming up were uh, for women. And I'm not drawing any kind of conclusion from that, but it it did kind of make me laugh that it was like, you know, maybe this isn't the worst thing for guys, Um, which again, I also kind of agree with. Um, But the thing was that on all of these pages, they were saying, you need food. This is bad for your mental health. This is going to give you a bad relationship with food, which I think everybody understands that you need to eat, obviously. Um, But is it bad for your mental health? Is it going to give you a bad relationship with food? I don't know. But all of these pages were saying that this is a bad thing. And they might be right, but I'm going to go ahead and argue the opposite side here. This does assume that you either want to lose fat, gain muscle, or change your body, your strength, your wellness, your whatever it may be in some kind of way. So I'm going to give you three reasons why this might actually be a good mindset for you and honestly, why I think it might be good for most people. I did just want to say before we get into this, if you haven't already, guys, make sure you hit that subscribe button. 80% of my recurring listeners on Spotify and YouTube aren't subscribed, which means you're probably missing a lot of content. So if that is you, it helps me out a lot. It's good for the algorithm and all that stuff. And you know, like I said, you also get all of my content hand delivered straight to your mouth as long as you've earned it. So um, this first thing, guys, most people have heard of the Stanford marshmallow experiment, uh, you know, in some way or another, but Essentially what it was is they would, you know, take these young kids and put them in a room alone and there would be a marshmallow sitting there and they would say, hey, you know, you can eat that right now. Or if you wait a period of time, we will give you another one. So, you know, you eat it now or you delay that and then you end up getting to eat two. So this is the basic concept of delayed gratification. And this study has kind of been pushed back on a little bit more recently. I will kind of get into that, but essentially the kids who did wait, the kids who did delay their gratification until they got that second marshmallow as well, they followed them later in life and saw that these kids had higher SAT scores, lower substance abuse rates, lower rates of obesity, better social skills, lower stress. I mean, that's, it's, it's interesting if nothing else, right? Uh, Another interesting little tidbit on that is that the current YouTube CEO, uh, Suzanne, I think it's like Wajiki or something like that. I or Washkiki, I can't pronounce her last name, um, but she was actually in, she, she was a child in that original study and she was the girl that waited the longest. So take from that what you will. 
there was another version of this study where they controlled a few more factors and that was basically just it basically just showed that you have more self-control if you believe that you will actually get the thing you're looking for. So how do these two things apply to you? One, obviously delayed gratification. If you put something off for longer, you're willing to uh, you know, put more work in for a longer period of time. Basically, you're willing to shoot for bigger rewards, more or less. You're okay delaying that gratification. Um, <clears throat> but the other version of that is that you have to set a realistic goal. People only people were more likely to hit these goals if they actually believed they were going to hit them. So, if we're talking, you know, you tell yourself, "Hey, I want to lose 100 pounds in three months," it's like, well, you're not going to put in the effort for that because, on some level, you know that that's not achievable. However, if you set a more realistic goal, like let's say, "Hey, I want to lose, you know, five pounds this month or something." you're probably going to work more for that because it's realistic. It would be the same way as like, you know, if your boss told you, you know, Hey, you'll get this promotion. If you work a hundred hours every single week for the next four months, you're going to be like, cool. So fuck the promotion. Right. Um, but the biggest thing that I concluded from this, honestly, is that removing temptation is key. These kids, when they were doing this marshmallow study, it's actually really funny. You can, you can watch a video of this. Um, and I mean, kids will bury their head in their hands. They will lay on their back. They'll dance around and start singing. It's like they have to distract themselves or just remove their awareness of it. Like they have to, they can't even look at it. So how does that work for you? I mean, let's look at like basic things. A lot of people, oh God, this one, this is kind of controversial, controversial, but a lot of times, really good relationships, people who've been together for a long time, don't have social media. They don't have that temptation of seeing hundreds of other people. Good weight loss. Those are usually people who don't keep a ton of different snacks in their house. Uh, kids that are getting good grades. They usually don't have like video game systems and stuff like that. You know, that's probably why I didn't get good grades, but that's beside the point. Um, this second one, willpower isn't finite. There was one study done. It was like this cookie radish study which I, I actually thought was interesting at a period of time. Um, it just, it seemed a little too finicky in my mind now, but basically what they did is they had some people come into a waiting room. They had a group uh, that they would offer, or there was um, cookies, radishes, and then there was a group that skipped this part of the study as a control. <clears throat> and basically the people who ate the radishes, well, all, all the people had to put together a puzzle um, the caveat was that they didn't know that the puzzle was completely unsolvable. The people who ate the radishes spent less time trying to work on the puzzle. The people who ate the cookies, um, you know, spent more time. So the, the, the theory that they concluded from this is, well, these people gave up some of their willpower by choosing to eat the radishes. So they didn't have as much willpower left over for this pot, like for this impossible puzzle. Right. Um, and then, they also did another thing later on where they would have them take some like sugar water and drink that. And they would see that that like refilled, it, it gave them more fuel, so to speak. Um, but a later study showed that willpower is strengthened by will versus won't. So let's say for example, instead of telling yourself, I will never eat these kinds of foods again, you're telling yourself, I will eat these after this workout or this leg day, or after I finish this project or whatever it may be, you create 
this kind of reward. And I know people really, really hate the idea of reward dieting. And I even don't really like it because I think it does create a certain kind of, it creates a certain kind of idea in your head um, that exercise is punishment and food is a reward. And so that's, again, I'm, I'm only making the argument right now that you know, that it should be something you need to earn. You should earn your food, but I, I will probably make the other talking point at some point. I'm, if, if you guys want that, if you do want me to make a video about that, please toss it in the comments or message me or something. Um, but this final one is reciprocity. So humans understand that you don't get things unless you give. We don't get paid without work. If somebody compliments us, we naturally just want to return one. If a friend buys us dinner, we want to do the same. Humans just know there's something weird about good things coming our way without the effort to earn it. This is a little anecdote about me, but that's also, that's partially why I think a lot of people who have a lot of luck that comes their way, um, they always seem to be harder workers on the back end, almost like it's, they're getting this paycheck from life, so to speak. And they go, well, shit, I got all these good things coming my way. I have to, I have to do the effort now to, or put in the work to, to prove, you know, that I actually, that I deserve these things or whatever it may be. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that's, that's kind of my take on it guys. Uh, and I know this is actually a pretty controversial thought. So if you guys disagree with me, I, I'd love to hear from I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear why you disagree. If you think this is a great point, um, tell me why. If you actually are going to apply any of these things because they really make sense to you, which one stuck out the most? And um, yeah, as, as a final little closing side note, if you guys are still here, this idea actually came about because of a, uh, a gal on Instagram named Marissa Hope. That's M-A-R-I-S-A-H-O-P-E-E-E -E -E on Instagram. And she does a, she makes a lot of content arguing the opposite end of this. So she is very anti-food as a reward, earning your meals, that kind of stuff. Um, if if you guys are still listening at this point, I'd love you to go comment on one of her things and say, uh, you know, hey, Andrew talked about you in a recent episode because I would actually love to talk with her about this stuff. Um, and then actually I do have one, one more thing as a little closing bit. There is a little bit of... I don't want to say danger, but whatever. There's there's danger in painting with a really broad brush, obviously. The reason that I think that this idea of earning your meals might be effective is because there are people that function really well with that mindset. It is not for everybody. That is where the magic of coaching comes in, is that you are finding what mindset, what styles of diet and coaching and exercise and all these different things actually work well for people. So I like the idea of it for me. I have clients that love doing that, love earning meals. And I have clients who fucking hate it. So if you're one of those people, you're not really sure. You don't really understand what works well for you with your diet, with your exercise, with your lifestyle, all these different things. DM me. We can set up a free call. We can talk about it and um, figure out how these things might play into a into your life. So yeah, that is pretty much it guys. So until next time, my name is Andrew with Pride. We'll see y'all later.
Hey guys, thanks for watching that episode. If you got some value out of that, please give me a little subscribe somewhere in there, whether that is on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening right now. And uh, you can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, pretty much everywhere, honestly, at Andrew PFM. So uh, yeah, guys, until next time, we'll see y'all later.